we uh, like to think of ourselves in this program as as promoters of comedy because let's face it, isn't there just a little bit of comedy in every show that we do? We'd like to think so. Uh, joining me at this point are a couple of uh, up and coming comedians, prominent in Northern California in general, and we like to note Davis in particular. There's a gig taking place tonight in The Graduate. These gentlemen are here to uh, help me promote, so I'd like to welcome to Radio Parallax Michael O'Connell and Jason Armenia. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having us. Yeah, nice being here. Let's uh, let's talk about this event. I spent a lot of time in Davis over the years, and I don't think of Davis as a big mecca for comedy, but I guess you guys are trying to change that. Yeah, actually, specifically, uh, one of your local guys, a local comedian there named uh, uh, Corey Goebbels, is, uh, has put this together at The Graduate. Uh, I think he kind of looked around and said, hey, there's nothing going on here in stand-up. Uh, I understand there's some improv happening in town there, but no stand-up. So he put this show together. He, you know, we, we work with him in, in, in Sacramento here uh, and just loads of comedians here. And he just pulled together a six-pack of, uh, of comedy gold, we like to think, to, uh, to, put, to bring to Davis and, and show it off. Well, so. I see there are six of you tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna cram us all up. That's why the the show is called uh, Comedy Binge, and that's kind of the idea. He just wanted to just shove as much comedy down people's throats as he can tonight. So we're gonna get uh, get all six of us in there. Uh, uh, me and Jason, of course, and Nick Aragon, uh, Josh Barbie, John Ross, and Keith Lowell Jensen, all just hysterical guys. Is there a theme tonight's show? Uh, theme. I don't think there is. I think it's whoever gets a ping pong in their mouth first has to go first. I think it's the theme of the comedy show in Davis. I like that you said Northern California. I love how Northern California is the code for I don't live in the Bay Area and the show is near there. So Northern California, that's good. Well, you guys are, uh, I guess Northern California includes uh, Sacramento and you guys are really, I guess, more Sacramentans. I have a residency in, in Sacramento, but I'll say Northern California just so people know. <laughs> Sacramento has such a bad connotation. I don't know if it has to do with the politicians or the fact that uh, people just drive near there. Well, you know there. what? I must say, when I did live in Davis, I didn't think too much of Sacramento. And now that I live in Sacramento, I still love Davis. There's uh, there's something of a, in a way, rivalry between the two towns, I guess. A rivalry between, uh, great, the people at Sacramento State University will love to hear this. Uh, so they can, <laughs> they can finally get over those UC, uh, I don't know what. What's the rating on this show? Can I? The good news is, though, I don't have to tell people anymore. I'm from Sacramento now. I can say I'm from Anaheim. So, hey. Yeah, as we as we uh, as we talk, <laughs> you've got quite a bit of memorabilia around here from the Kings. This could be a bad moment for you. It's very tragic. It's very sad. I was a big uh, Kings fan. Still am. For well, as, let me check the clock. How much longer can I be a Kings fan? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna change the name to Mighty Ducks and move to Anaheim. I don't care anymore. The Royals, I think. They're I'm going sad. To become. Oh, they're gonna change it to. They're going to play at Disneyland. That's what's going to happen. It's, you watch. Mark my words. I do have to confess, our policy in Radio Parallax has been, if the boys want to go to Anaheim, we'll help them pack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. I've moved on. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to, uh, I don't know, look into uh, curling, some other sport <laughs> that will satisfy me more. It's a terrible thing to think that the great Sac metro area, including Davis, will no longer be considered a world-class city without an NBA franchise. Because we all know that Paris and London, that's the route of their success. <laughs> what, I, what I loved is when I moved here and I'm looking for apartments in and around the Natomas area, uh, the big selling point at a couple of the apartments were, um, well, you know, the monarchs stay here uh, during the summer. So be sure you want to rent your apartment now if you like tall women who can clearly, clearly dunk on you. You know, the nice thing about Natomas, too, I mean, they, it's, they, they, did, they have provisions, I know, set up for when it does flood, They'll be able to evacuate you off the roofs of the various uh, buildings <laughs> that they put in there. 
Yes. I, I, I can't wait for the flood. That's why I keep my house there. I'm waiting for the flood. I just want to see if it actually happens, and I can see what all the local news stations, uh, all of their news directors' heads explode yeah. uh, because something actually who knew, who knew happened. This was good? That's what, if there's a disaster, if people are worried, <laughs> there's going to be a disaster. What happens, they all show up like, we had no idea. No clue. I, I, we, and we love living here in Inferno Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't think it'd be burned out again. Oh, how funny. Well, uh, this is this is an hour and a half long of a comedy binge that's going to take place, and I see that there's six of you tonight, and this won't be the only gig you're getting. There's going to be another one, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> assuming that things go well the first time, in May as well. Yeah, assuming we don't get run out of town. Uh, yeah, there's going to be another one coming with another uh, great group of comics coming the following month. But just all these guys, I mean, people don't really realize this around Sacramento specifically is my area in Northern California. There is this wonderful underground comedy scene going on. And, you know, people, they read about the big names that come to town. Let, let's talk about it. Where, where yeah. can people go for this? Oh, God. it's Well, you've got, you've got your clubs around town, Sacramento, obviously, but the bigger clubs, your Tommy T's, your Punchline, your, uh, your Laughs Unlimited. But, but there's little cafes, like Luna's Cafe yeah, Luna's, Midtown. I've seen comedy there, uh, people doing amateur night, I guess, and yeah. you can come up from the audience. And... Uh, that, that one's not an open mic. That's a book oh. show. It's a regular comedy night with, oh, with, with comedians. Corrected. However, their open mics have just exploded all over Sacramento. I mean, I think on Monday nights, is it four now? Or is it, it back to three? Four, four. Uh, at different places, you know, you've got places like, uh, we all started off at Poe Boys and Folsom, ranging from there to the Boxing Donkey and, and Rockland. They're all over the place. Well, this is exciting to hear. Yeah, it is. You just got to look forward a little bit, but there are there are hungry comedians just really hitting it all over this area and driving down to to the to the East Bay and down to San Francisco from here to go do shows when they can, and then back here again sometimes the same night. Uh, a lot of funny people. Are, are we seeing a renaissance of this? I know that you know comedy clubs were exploding like back in the '80s, and then Tom Cruise movie and or Tom Hanks movie and and all that about it. But uh, I guess it's kind of kind of fell off a while. Yeah, people just stopped wanting to laugh at people in uh, in jeans and jackets and a skinny tie, and now they'd want to again. Uh, we're happy about it. You know what I think it is? It just uh, you get a little overloaded. What you learn, uh, if I can be serious for a moment, when tar- when times are hard, people want to laugh, and that's where we we step in. And times have been hard for a long, long time, so it's keeping me employed, uh, which is really nice. Uh, and you said abo- uh, underground. We'd like it to be above ground comedy. We'd like more people to know. We don't want people to dig for it. Uh, so there are places, you know, you can go to, you know, Michael's got a website, I've got a website, people have other forms of communication. Well, I think tell us those today. websites, I'm sure listeners are going to learn. Oh, jasonarminio.com, you can go there and have a little fun. Uh, and then you can just find us on Facebook, but you know, Michael's right, if you just keep your ear to the ground a little bit, and, you know, ask a bar and ask somebody around town, chances are somebody's seen a comedy show, and Luna's is a great example of a fantastic room uh, run by Keith Lowell Jensen, who's going to be here tonight as well. Mm-hmm. A fantastic, great guy. He's worked with, you know, top-notch performers like Will Durst and things like that. And he runs this great comedy room. It's my favorite room to be in, in Midtown Sacramento. Uh, and you can go there and see a lot of us, uh, guys you've seen on TV and guys you haven't seen on TV and guys are going to be on television. So it's pretty fun. Is there something besides The Graduate in Davis that's going to look at this? And, 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 is, this, and is this the first uh, engagement in, in The Graduate? Yeah, like Michael mentioned, Corey just said he wanted to find a place, yeah. and the graduate, what, what better place? You can mm-hmm. get a good burger. Uh, you can see, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of television sets. I think they're going to have them on. I asked Corey about it. Leave the television sets on. That's what people want. Uh, and <laughs> let us yeah, just shout. Some, some NBA action in the background. No, no, trying yeah. to do a comedy act. <laughs> and and have, have us in the, in the corner near the restrooms. I think that's the best place for comedy. <laughs> and also I think that... Um, 
uh, to that point, uh, the guys who were there, I mentioned Keith Lowell Jensen and this other guy, yeah, his kid Nick Aragon, is going to be up there tonight. Both of those guys have shared the stage with Robin Williams, uh, actually fairly recently, a couple months ago. Hmm. All the comedians you're going to be seeing are really just, the, like you said, up and coming. Uh, but these guys are really, really coming up fast. Right, well, so it's a good group. I mean, particularly us, uh, I think the two of us here, um, <laughs> and one of us can be found, I should probably mention, at my website as well, uh, michaelocomedy.com. You go there because too many people confuse my last name. It's O'Connell, and pretty much every host out there introduces me as O'Connor, so I've just given up. So oh. michaelocomedy.com is what I get people to. I like it. Yeah, but uh, but like I said, there's, there's going to be a, a fantastic show there because uh, every one of these guys kills me. I love watching them perform, even if I've heard the jokes before. So people are going to dig this, and I'm happy to hear about the burger because <laughs> I'm hungry. Well, Jason just mentioned uh, Will Durst. Of course, we try to be the purveyors of Will Durst uh, to the Greater Sacramento Davis area on a weekly basis, and I understand, uh, Michael, you did you had a chance to work with him up in Oregon recently. I did, I did. With uh, Keith Lowell Jensen, and I both went up there uh, back in November. Uh, did a show up at the Baghdad Theater with him, and God, what a pleasure watching that guy work. He uh, still got it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, and we hope after we get done with you, gentlemen, we'll we'll have him join the show as well. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, he's just you know, any chance I get to, to bump into that guy, I'm happy. I had a similar experience with Will. Uh, this is a true story. I met him. I was thinking about getting into comedy. And I happened to meet him at a television taping. I'm dropping names here. And uh, it's public access. I don't want to brag. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, I, you know, I ask him about it. And he, he says to me, the first time you do it, you get on stage, you're going to kill. You're going to love it. It's going to be fantastic. The second time is going to be completely horrible. So be ready for that. And he was, he was 100% correct. Uh, the first time is great because people are there. They're ready to see you. And... Uh, Things go over well because it's everything you've planned on saying for the last uh, 47 years and you, you let it out and then you realize the next night, well, let's try something different. Maybe I have, I have new thoughts about, no, I don't. I don't have new ideas. The, Will Durst told you this. Yeah, he told me that. It was fantastic. I thought I was the only one. No, no, no. I was, <laughs> I was as I continue to name drop, I was in Hayward, California. Uh, we don't say Hayward. We just well, say Bay Area. Well, I was born, by the way. Go ahead. You're, uh, yeah, I'm a Hayward baby. Go ahead. But no kidding. Yeah. No, no kidding. My, my son's born in Hayward. It's a harmonic convergence. That's right. I've, I've procreated. I, I've let everybody know <laughs> right right away. Not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> we finally made the engineer laugh. <laughs> with not a virgin. I, I don't know if it's... Yeah, it's fantastic. I interrupted you. Where were you going with the Hayward thing? I have no... It's just a random stream of consciousness. We have no You're about direction. about to drop a big name, I think. Oh, was I? It. Yeah. There was television. There was Wilders. There was... Did I mention public access in Hayward? Because those are really the two big shining shining stars. Top flight stuff. No, and so anyway, so that was fun. And then and now and tonight will be my third time on stage. So it'll be fun. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Going to go for the tiebreaker. I got to back up what you said because that was my exact experience. My first night on stage was amazing. I was an open mic. I won the competition that night. And it was like, <laughs> I'm off. My God, I'm funny. Mm -hmm. Everything that comes out of my mm -hmm. mouth is comedy gold. Mm -hmm. And then it was night number two. The very next night, they booked me to uh, do a show. And I got up there. And uh, I just have this memory of it. The first time you hit that wall of silence. <laughs> never a feeling like that in the world. But I had this whole group of sorority girls there for a birthday party. Ooh. And I was up there doing Jerry Lewis jokes. And it occurred to me after about three minutes... <laughs> They have no idea who Jerry Lewis is. Ooh. These girls aren't old enough to know who Daniel Day-Lewis is. <laughs> and it was horrifying, but important, because then you realize, oh, I survived. It's, it's one of those character-building moments. It, it is. It's yeah. very important. And besides that, I had a pretty big head for one whole night. So thankfully, that second time brings you back down. Get recalibrated. Makes you work for uh, it, yeah. Plugging the show tonight, I'm going to do Joy Bishop material uh, tonight <laughs> in Davis. I want to make sure 
Hey, you know what goes over really well? <laughs> Nixon impressions. <laughs> Where'd that guy end up? He was okay, right? He was all right. Yeah, he's a good president. <laughs> and, and not in Davis, I guess. No, I, no. We say Nixon will get run right out of town in Davis, probably. Use the N word. <laughs> no, yeah, we stay away from that. But on that point, the one guy on this list I, I, I have not worked with uh, is a guy named Josh Barbie. Uh-huh. I had not worked with him, so I went to go check him out at a comedy room. Oh my God, this guy killed me. I can't wait to see him work again. Just darkly, darkly funny. I'm very excited to see him work again, but uh, this will be fun for me because I don't know his stuff as well. I just know enough to know I love it. The only other guy we haven't mentioned that's going to be tonight is John Ross, and I've worked with him lots of times. Who's the guy from Stockton? You mentioned somebody from Nick Stockton. Nick Aragon. Nick Aragon. He is Stockton comedy. They don't. Those phrases don't go. Words don't go together. Much. Uh, well, if you can't laugh while you're running away from uh, being shot in Stockton, you don't deserve to live there, and uh, they'll take care of that. Uh, Nick Aragon's hilarious. He's one of those guys. Uh, so I don't know. He's like 22, 21 years old, and you look at him and you go, "Oh, well, you're a threat. Uh, maybe I should." Uh, Maybe I should have you taken out. And Nick, Nick Aragon's one of those guys. You see him, and he's naturally funny, and he's got naturally great stage presence and funny stories, and is charming and good-looking. And, yeah, I, I'm going to have a, a rival gang in Stockton take care of him, I think. I've worked in Stockton for many years, and I hate to be too hard on that. What is sometimes a very nice place? Uh, yeah, if you're, right there, if you're right there by the, by the yeah. private school, uh, you, you're, in, uh, you're in good shape. Uh, this is a gun and drug-free zone. The sign says so. so. <laughs> yeah, I believe everything the sign says. I, I just stole one of Keith Lowell Jensen's jokes, by the way. That was his, so I'm going to give him credit for that. <laughs> I want to steal a joke. Hold on. Let me look. Uh, all right, go ahead. You guys got any comedy heroes? Because I, you just mentioned like someone being naturally funny, and I, I, what popped into my mind was Sinbad. I don't know. There's something about the guy. He walks out. You just look at him, and you want to laugh. Um, I, I, I enjoy Sinbad. I watched him. He was here early in the year at a club, and I went and watched him. The room was packed mm-hmm. and was great. Is When you're in front of your audience, and you can be free and yourself, it's a fun, fun time for everybody. And I, I watched Sinbad in front of you know people who were there, eager to see him uh, do his thing, and, and he's fantastic. Uh, he's a clean, clean comic. But he talks about growing up and having fun, and yeah, he's a naturally funny guy. Yeah. Uh, these days, I'm really I'm, I'm I'm gravitating more towards the newer guys, uh, just the writer comedians, guys like Patton Oswalt, um, and guys like that that just uh, just the really off the wall. More I, literary I saw him comedians. in Sacramento some years back, and I he was it was it was like like some people you'd be working with here, young up and coming guy. Uh, yeah. Nobody heard of him, and I just remember the name registered with me like. Remember this guy's name because yeah. he is going to go places. I really, really study that guy's stuff. He's uh, I really enjoy what he does. Um, and, but you mentioned something about you know Sinbad. There are certain comedians out there with that natural advantage uh, that just I don't mean to put it this way, but look funny. Mm-hmm. They've just got that face or that look or just that that body language that just I'm like oh you lucky dog. People are going <laughs> to laugh at you for reading the menu, and yeah. the rest of us have to work at it. But there are, <laughs> there are guys like that, and I'm like that that's that's awesome. You see a comedian like that that can do it. I have to go over a little bit of a, a little bit of a hump that I deal with. We haven't actually mentioned that. I'll be the uh, I'll be the comedian uh, you'll be seeing tonight, the one in the wheelchair. So for example, that that's getting people past that. I do wheelchair comedy, and that's always a challenge getting people to laugh at people in wheelchairs. It's not their natural inclination. Most of them, at least, not when we're looking. Uh, we're near shot, <laughs> but uh, but but that <laughs> everybody's got obstacles. But yeah, I'm really uh, envious of those guys that just have the funny face. All right, we're talking about the Comedy Binge, which is going to showcase Northern California's best comics occurring tonight at The Graduate in Davis. We've been speaking with 
Jason Armenio and Michael O'Connell. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure talking to both of you. Any 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 final pearls of wisdom as you leave us? Uh, no, just be sure to bring your IDs tonight. Uh, I know uh, all the single male comics will appreciate that. Man. So show starts at 8.30, doors open at 8, so I would get there early uh, for the burger, I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, we, we need to talk to comedians more, and I think we need to bring you guys back uh, soon. How's that sound? Uh, yeah, I'll check the bus schedule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm unemployed. So sure, anytime. As long as <laughs> you're right. providing lunch, I'm here. All right. Comedy tonight and uh, and on Radio Parallax again soon. Jason Armenio, Michael O'Connell. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll be talking, uh, we'll be talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Joining us now in the program is a longtime favorite of ours and no stranger to you if you're a regular listener, and we assume that you are. America's foremost political comic, Will Durst, joins us live from the San Francisco Giants ball game. Yes. Welcome, Will. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell where I am. <laughs> yeah. We're happy to have you live. We haven't talked in a long time, and uh, I know that we need to do a little plugging here because you're coming to town Next week, as part of our mutual friend James Israel's celebration of 20 years of the Humor Times. That's right. It's the uh, 20th anniversary of the Humor Times. It's Friday, April 22nd, and uh, there's going to be a lot of entertainment. So I'm just uh, part of the little show, but uh, there's plenty, plenty of uh, funny political humor to be had, especially going on these days. Well, I noticed looking at James's site, they have something called the Anti-Cooperation League, Sacramento's longest-running improv comedy troupe. I hope they're as funny as their name, because I like the name. Yeah, it sounds like they're sponsored by John Banner. <laughs> Someone called Sister Swing, a trio that captures the Andrews Sisters sound. That, that could be fun. Well, I'm up for anything. <laughs> we should point out this is taking 7 to 10 p.m. April 22nd at the Coloma Community Center, 26, uh, 2623 T Street in Sacramento. You got any special uh, special things you'll be talking about that night, or just doing the usual uh, blue chip political comedy? Yeah, blue chip and blue collar political comedy. I'll uh, I'll just be mocking and scoffing and taunting. Hey, I think we just scored. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, three two now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope the boys can prevail. It's early in the season. You know, it doesn't really. Everything comes together in September. If they do well in September, we'll be fine. Have you been a long-time Giants fan? I didn't realize that you were a baseball guy. You know, Doug, I was a baseball fan in Milwaukee, and then they took my Braves away when I was like uh, 12 years old. Ooh. And I gave up on baseball, and then I moved to San Francisco in 1980 and met Debbie, and she was a big Giants fan. Matter of fact, <laughs> the first game that she ever went to was a June day, 1964. She was about... 11 years old, and that was the day that one Michelle went after Johnny Roseboro with a baseball bat. And she said, wow, this is an exciting game. <laughs> so that was the first Giants game her dad ever took her to. She took me to games, and then 1987, I started 86, I think, a year after the 100-year loss, 100-game loss, I started working for the Giants. I went down to spring training and did some... Uh, did some commentaries for him, some jokes, and we got season tickets. We've had season tickets ever since. 
And, uh, you know, I should mention, you, you, you had a, quite a radio gig down there with Willie Brown for a while. Have you seen the mayor lately? Is he at the game? Uh, I saw him about a month ago. I think it was March 10th. We had a little benefit. A uh, gentleman here running for mayor. Uh, Dennis Herrera is running for mayor, and uh, Willie was at the event. And uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was, uh, you know, in fine spirits. He is the smoothest politician <laughs> you'll ever meet. He's, he's so good. You have a couple of great lines about Willie, and I can't think of anyone to even prompt you with right now. But uh... oh, uh, he's he's the only guy I know can uh, uh, enter a revolving door behind you and come out first. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Although I will say that. That Barack Obama is smooth. He is smooth too. He, no matter what you think of his policies, you got to admire his ability not to get involved in them. Well, Will, I got to say, it's been a great privilege to, for these past few years, to brought you to the audience. And I don't know whether anyone else is per, the purveyor of your comedy stylings to the uh, Capitol, but uh, we're happy to do what we can to, to fill that role. Are you kidding? I love the 916 area code. <laughs> I could live there in a minute if it were for a little thing called August. <laughs> People keep asking me, 22-year-old uh, kids, 21-year-old uh, students here at UCD, they're like, uh, hey, I like that fellow you have on your show. Uh, who, who, what's his name? Say, America's foremost political comic, Mr. Will Durst, yes. Uh, yeah, I get a lot of that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the best thing about doing this gig is that all the writers that I have, because there's always something going on, you know, I mean, the, the, the antipathy towards Obama is just so intense. I mean, these, these guys, obviously, they're coordinated and, and uh, they're filled with, I don't know if it's hate, but I think some of it's racial. I think some people just never going to get used to the fact we're being governed by a black guy living in public housing. <laughs> Well, Will, I look forward to seeing you uh, uh, next week. Um, we will uh, we'll be giving away some tickets during our pledge drive for this event, and I'm sure we're going to hopefully get a good turnout for you. You going to wander by? Hope so. Oh, that'd be great, Doug. And I'm back with a commentary this week, too. All right. Well, you know, uh, we, we keep them coming because we love them. Yeah, <laughs> I will. All right. Mr. Will Durst, America's foremost political comic, go back and see if the Giants can't, uh, can't pull this one out. Uh, thank you, Doug. You take care. Say hello to everybody up there. All right, man. Bye.